Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfredstrom. The anti-president and his handlers have declared war on white Americans. Tens of trillions of dollars to support the black and brown underclass is not enough, they say. The wealth transfer from whites to non-whites must accelerate even more now under their new buzzword, equity. It's not enough that we've given them almost all of our major cities. It's not enough that our borders are opened to the entire world to bring in more, to take and take and take in every sense of the word. The anti-president reads the cue cards written by his owners and says that if you complain about it, you're a white racist and your life should be ruined. That's tyranny. Nearly a hundred billion dollars simply given to Wall Street bankers and the very Jewish overclass, the one percent, is also not enough, they say. The so-called COVID relief and stimulus bills are literally giving away or loaning at zero percent interest, which amounts to the same thing, more inflated Fed dollars than have ever even existed in all American history multiplied twice over. The pitiful crumbs thrown to the people, $1,200 here and $1,200 there, are dwarfed into insignificance in comparison. And that's not even counting the nearly infinite money spigot that the Fed has been spraying directly on Wall Street to keep share prices from collapsing. Surely the greatest transfer of wealth from the productive to the parasitic in all human history. And even that's not enough. Biden and Harris and Pelosi demand more from us. And believe you me, it can only ultimately come from us. More and more of our wealth, our labor, given directly to the world's richest and most powerful ethnic group. And if you complain about it, you're an anti-Semite and your life is ruined. That's tyranny. The anti-president and his entourage also promise eternal support and funding for Israel the Middle Eastern state founded by that overclass, that most wealthy and powerful of ethnic groups. A $10 billion deal, then an historic $38 billion deal, then a $48 billion deal, and now even more is to be given to the world parasite. Year after year, it goes on and on. Left or right, Democrat or Republican, conservative or liberal, president or anti-president, still 
the largesse must always flow, always increase, extracted from a technically bankrupt government, placing our children and their children into eternal debt slavery. And if you oppose this, you're an evil anti-Semite and your life must be ruined. That's tyranny. Over 400 years ago, the French philosopher Étienne de la Boite told us, quote, Resolve to serve no more, and you are at once freed. I do not ask that you place hands upon the tyrant to topple him over, but simply that you support him no longer. Then you will behold him like a great colossus whose pedestal has been pulled away, fall of his own weight and break into pieces. Close quote. A new consciousness precedes the removal of the tyrant's hands from around our necks. That new consciousness makes the removal possible. That new consciousness is itself revolutionary. It is a weapon for the salvation of our people the men and women of the National Alliance wield it. Remember the change in consciousness in Eastern Europe three decades ago. One day, the communist bosses controlled the press, controlled the secret police, controlled the military, and exiled, imprisoned, tortured, or killed any who dared to oppose them. But when the people who provided the support for that system, the people who were productive and paid the taxes, who manned the press rooms and the scientific laboratories and the universities and the machines that kept the economy going, when these white people realized that their leaders were corrupt, when they realized that the system they were supporting was an alien system imposed on them through lies and trickery and force, when they realized that there was a better way, and when they realized that this alien system basically needed their consent and collaboration to keep going, the communist bosses found themselves overthrown almost the very next day. The same thing can happen to the Jewish supremacist bosses. The same thing will happen to the Jewish supremacist bosses if we act responsibly. Sometimes there was violence when these communist regimes were overthrown. But sometimes there was not. The change in consciousness made the revolution, and the power that propped up the illegitimate rulers evaporated almost instantly. Their misrule was simply no longer tenable. 
No one believed in them anymore. No one believed anything they said. And in many cases, a new and healthier, more natural order emerged. Imperfect, certainly, but an order better suited to the nature and needs of the people. We now have a communist regime of our own to overthrow. We can make a similar revolution in the hearts and minds of white Americans. We can make a similar revolution in consciousness. That's what the men and women of the National Alliance have resolved to do. We've already seen that revolutionary awakening happen in ourselves, in many of our friends and family members, and in people we've met through our outreach activities. So we know it's real. We've seen it happen. National Vanguard is the name chosen by Dr. Pierce for his periodical, now this online magazine. It is a particularly apt name, for in all his strivings for his people, Dr. William Pierce was part of an elite, a vanguard in the true meaning of the word. Webster's tells us that a vanguard is the forefront, the front point of any action or movement. It can be lonely at the front, because in any age the great masses of the people are conservative in the bad sense of that word. Love them as we may, love them as we should, the majority of our folk whatever their political persuasions, are still just barely catching up to the advanced ideas of the 18th and 19th centuries, like biological evolution and the scientific method. While they are simultaneously mired in many of the more primitive ideas of ages past, like ancient Jewish scriptures, they are also prey to the Pied Pipers of egalitarianism and the false religion of equality. Our goal is to reach the free-thinking and intelligent minority that is capable of making history. If we succeed in forming a vanguard of the best and brightest in time, the rest of the race will inevitably follow. But this isn't a popularity contest. This isn't democracy in action, where the most persuasive marketing men make a killing by selling a carefully quaffed candidate or selling something else equally useless. If it were, we would be better off selling snack foods or painkillers or weight loss pills or sleazy sex magazines, because those things are currently a lot more popular than racial destiny or all-encompassing social change. If, 
all we were interested in was becoming more popular among average white folks, then we would remove all references to Jewish power, or white living space, or eugenics, or evolution, or cosmotheism from our outreach. By becoming just another stop illegal immigration group, or we want equal rights group, we'd get more members. We'd avoid criticizing the average Joe's sacred cows. We'd absolve him of making any difficult choices or facing up to any daunting responsibilities. But we'd fail in our mission. We'd have no basis for excluding Jews from our ranks, for example, and no way of preventing them from rising and conspiring and changing our organization from the inside and corrupting us just as they have corrupted the once pro-white political parties and government in this country. Yes, the anti-president's own Democratic Party was once pro-white and once presided proudly over the white American resurgence of the late 19th century. Yes, the Republican Party was once pro-white and presided over the immigration restrictions that made America whiter and whiter and whiter from 1924 to 1965. We'd have no sound fundamental basis for excluding Abrahamic religionists from our leadership and others with similar agendas, and that would spell the death of our cause. We'd have no way to prevent the continuous mutation of our aims and goals, as the fickle mob was prodded by the media masters to be excited about this or that. We'd become just like the Republicans or Democrats, in other words. We'd be corrupted. That must never happen. For us, there is a different and harder path making our own media, and reaching and convincing the people who really matter with the truth. We are the healthy people, the sane people, the reasonable and capable and responsible people. We are motivated by the highest and purest love imaginable. Our cause is the most noble in all of human history, and we are going to bring forth the most intelligent, accomplished, and beautiful generations of white people the world has ever seen. As we build a new civilization, greater than any that has come before. Everything we do, every word we utter, should radiate those images and ideals to all who see and hear us, because that is what we are. 
presenting ourselves in this truthful manner does not mean that our principles are softened or compromised. Far from it, the opposite is true. My mentor, Dr. William Pierce, had radical views in the true sense of that word. Radical means getting to the root of things. He wanted his vanguard, his elite, to be thoroughly fundamental in its understanding of the world. Although he almost always phrased things in a way that didn't drive away good people with conventional views, he wanted suburban liberals and fundamental Baptists and elderly conservatives and rebellious youth to stay around long enough to learn the lessons he was trying to teach. But he would never pretend to believe what he didn't believe. He insisted that our worldview is a biological worldview and that who we are is defined by genes and evolution, not by language or geography or ancient scrolls. By presenting the biological worldview that great thinkers like William Pierce have articulated and presenting it unfettered by acceptance of the media's anti-white stereotypes, we can make the best white men, the best white women, and the best white youth understand what is really happening and who they really are. And that is the key to everything. Then we can build our vanguard into a new leadership stratum and a new era of freedom, art, science, and high civilization will ensue. Let me return to the thought that began this program by Etienne de la Boite. Resolve to serve no more the tyrant or his system. Resolve to serve no more. That is what we must do. And to succeed, we must reach the elite. And by that I mean the capable, and intelligent and free-thinking from every walk of life. Those who set the trends and make things happen. Just as the rediscovery of classical learning and culture by a small elite during the Renaissance eventually remade the Western world and brought into being our universe-shaking science, and technology. So too shall our new elite, as it rediscovers truths about race hidden from us by the Jewish supremacists, and as it discovers new truths, principles, and strategies of its own, remake the world into a fit place for future white generations. <laughs>